the most heavily protected person on the planet, on the planet, gets coronavirus. So the first thing that pops into my mind, and I'm sure pops into the minds of many people is, what does that mean for the rest of us? Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Market Adventure Show, and a happy Monday to you. I'm your host, Alex Cunningham, and we have a crazy, crazy, crazy week ahead of us. The elections, coronavirus, stimulus, and more. Stay tuned. So, first of all, the big headline this weekend, Donald Trump test positive for the coronavirus. How crazy is that? And ironic, right? Is that the most heavily protected person on the planet, on the planet, gets coronavirus. So the first thing that pops into my mind, and I'm sure pops into the minds of many people is, what does that mean for the rest of us? Again, he's the most heavily protected person on the planet. And he tested positive for coronavirus. Every person that he comes into contact with has to be tested, right? There is constant, constant protection of him and I'm, I'm sure sanitizing of anything that he comes into contact with. Again, against, I'm sure his, his rhetoric has been that he doesn't really believe too much in it. But I'm sure that they're doing everything in their power to protect him and he still got it. This is the most serious known health threat to a U.S. president since Ronald Reagan got shot. That's that's There's been 30 years since something like this has t- even touched the White House. That's how heavily guarded these guys are. So, to talk about the president, let's talk about last week's debate and who won. I mean, Trump was super, super aggressive. Even I mean, I watched it myself. I thought it was funny because I didn't see anything that was not Trump-esque. Um, I thought the moderator was very weak. I think he tried very, very hard, but you got to have somebody in there that can actually rein Trump in. But overall, he was very aggressive. But that's his style. How the hell can you be surprised? I mean, that was their that's their campaign plan. That's what it was in 2016. I wasn't taken by that. But what I was surprised by was Biden. He lost his patience towards the ending. He was doing a very good job. Lost his patience. And it almost seems like towards the end, he started to space out a little bit. Now, this is somewhat in line with a lot of the analysts were saying when they kind of um, gave their thoughts on the speech, the debate themselves. I, I agree. I don't know per se who won. I mean, I know the aggression that Trump came with was, is very strategic. And I think he is very consistent with his base. So I don't think he's going to lose his base. Um, and I don't think Biden really lost anything either. I don't think it really mattered. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the vice president debate is next week. Well, it's this week. It should be tomorrow, right? The vice president's debate is this week. And I think that, I personally, I think that's more important than the presidential debate. Because everybody knows Biden. Everybody knows Trump. But getting to hear from these vice presidents these two president these two presidential nominees are up in age their vice presidents are going to be very crucial to what they they do and the moves that they make while they're in office so the vice president's debate is going to be very very big funny thing if you are involved in the stock market at all you would have noticed that copper 
right, slash SG, copper began to sell off and so did oil consistently before Trump announced that he got, um, that he contracted coronavirus. Right, so it's super interesting if you're in the stock market. If not, it's something that it's cool to see kind of how the the pricing of certain securities can, in effect, predict the future. And it's not necessarily the future, but people who invest money in certain securities get insider information that is reflected in the pricing on the stock market before the general news is released to the public. So it's kind of cool to see some of that stuff react before the news comes out because that, I mean, I don't know, I find it a little exciting. You know, money moves first before anything else. Now, the stimulus vote is also this week, right? So what do we got so far? We got the vice presidential debate. We got Trump just announced uh, coronavirus just this weekend. We have the stimulus vote this week. Um, it's going to get shot down. I mean, it is what it is. They've been talking about it. It's I find that the government is super weird because why even introduce something and then preface it with it's not going to pass? I think that's super weird, but it's part of politics. I'm not a politician, so it is what it is. So um, it's similar to the first one. It's a little more focused, but you know Nancy Pelosi and Mnuchin have been really working hard together to try to find something. Um, the Democrats want something like $2.2 trillion. That's a lot of money. Republicans want seven hundred billion or one billion. That's not a lot of money. Um, I think people are just trying to—they're just trying to debate on what the money is really being used for. Um, I don't think anyone really denies the fact that some people need it. They're just fighting over how much money needs to be dispersed. I want a stimulus check. I'm not going to lie to you. I would love another twelve hundred dollars, but they're trying to figure out what they're going to do. So that vote's coming up this week, and. Even more, the NFL players are continuing to contract coronavirus, right? Now, this is different than the NBA because the NBA is being played in um, in Disneyland in a bubble, right? So everything that goes in and out is very monitored. The NFL is not being played in a bubble. It's being played like the regular NFL. So obviously contact tracing is much more difficult and things like that. So the NFL players are continuing to get coronavirus. I remember a couple episodes back, I told you about the um, the sports indicator, right? Much like the RSI, much like the MACD, sports are, are a good indicator of the economy. Right? And people's, not even so much the economy, but people's sentiments, how people feel. The NFL continuing to show signs of the virus is not being, is not as contained as possible, and with the fall and winter season coming, right, flu season coming, um, the coronavirus was first, you know, it was its biggest and highest level of potency during colder months. With those months coming back and no clear vaccine or treatment, um, and on top of it now the president, it's all just a lot of stuff, a big, big melting pot of stuff happening this week. So let's we should pay attention to, and for me personally, some things I'm going to be paying attention to this week. Um, will Trump's diagnosis lead to more hope for stimulus, right? Is his diagnosis going to make them want to push through some kind of package and, you know, adjust it later? Is Trump going to try to uh, step on the Republicans' toes and really try to push for this new bill? Because now, after that debate and his diagnosis, 
he's really going to need a win. He's going to need some kind of political win to kind of push him into this campaign season. Um, How's the stock market going to price in Q4, right? So, you know, consumer demand, how they're going to price in how the companies have been doing. We have earnings season right around the corner. How are they going to price in what comes after the election? Um, earnings season will more like than likely be the focus in the stock market, but it is super important. And there's some stuff happening in the real estate market too, so keep keep your eye on that. And will more NFL players get the virus? Now that is just my sports indicator. If more NFL people keep getting the virus. It's just going to coincide with everything else that's happening. And until some really good vaccine news comes, we're just going to get a string of really bad news for the next couple weeks. If no good news comes, I don't know what's going to happen. But it's going to be super interesting to see. So that is my breakdown of this week. It's a lot of stuff happening. Stay on your toes if you're a stock market trader. If you are in real estate, it doesn't matter for you yet, but you want to pay attention to these debates and this stimulus because it will matter to you in the next three to six months. Um, if you're doing like e-commerce, drop, ship, drop shipping, this doesn't matter to you too much. I mean, I know Q4 is super important for us uh, in the drop shipping biz. Uh, this whole stimulus thing would be super important for us too. More people have money to spend on us and our e-commerce stores. Um, so even if you're doing drop shipping, you may not think this is super important, but it, but it is because more money means more money that's potential for you to make as well. Um, and any kind of hustle that you got, you want to pay attention to this stuff because it's not just stock market related. It's not just broader market related. It does eventually come down to smaller levels. And if you're a small business owner, this matters. So before we go, I have a task for you, all of you. I want you to bring a friend to the market. That's right. Invite one person, just one person to listen to this episode or really any of the last probably two or three episodes, the most recent episodes. Invite one friend today. Send them this link to listen to the Market Adventure Show. Listen to your favorite host, Alex Cunningham, and that's it. That's all I want. Just bring one friend to the market. Now, click the links in the description for our Instagram page, our free audiobook, and $5 towards your savings account. And again, the more people we reach, the more people we can free. I'll see you tomorrow.